than what Higher it normally is. Okay. <clears throat> he's so hot right now. Rebay's crazy. Recently, he's been putting up video game numbers. You're now tuned in to the Fantasy Football Flex on Men podcast. Hey, welcome in, spotters and flexors, whatever you prefer, whatever you want to call yourself. Thanks for tuning in to season number two of the Fantasy Football Flex Autumn Podcast. I am your host, FF Peacock, Fantasy Football Peacock. You can call me Miles, everybody else does. Today is actually April 22nd, the day before the NFL Draft of 2020. It is also my sister's birthday, so happy birthday to my older sister. She is turning, I'm not going to say how old she's turning, never mind. But we do have the NFL draft on tomorrow. Very excited to have that. Some sports finally back on TV with all this coronavirus, quarantine, COVID-19 stuff that we've been dealing with for over the last month already. It seems like forever. So super pumped for the draft tomorrow. We are on this particular show, episode one of season two. We are covering our own mock drafts today. We're going to give you picks one through 32 Three panelists, myself, my co-host Skylar, who I'm going to introduce in a moment, and a very special, special guest that we have joining us that's going to play a little game. We're going to go ahead and rank all of our players. We're going to go through our entire mock, and then we're going to watch the draft tomorrow and see how many of those picks we got correct, and we're going to come back on Friday and do a post-draft reaction show. So without any further ado, let me go ahead and introduce my co-host Skylar. Hey everybody, excited to be back. Another year, fantasy football. Uh, we got the draft coming up, the first event of the new football season, I guess you could say. We're talking about the NFL draft, not the fantasy draft, the NFL draft uh, tomorrow, Thursday. So excited to actually watch something NFL related on TV again, actually sports related at all, since we haven't been able to watch anything, but I think they have bowling and ping pong maybe still going on. Yeah, that's um, so true, man. So yeah, true. So, so this may be the first year in my entire life that I watch every round, every pick of the NFL draft because there's absolutely nothing else to watch. So just excited to be back at it, man. Awesome. Awesome. And so like I did say at the top of the show, we do have a special guest today uh, who's also in our league of record. Skyler, by the way, congratulations for winning last season. We kind of didn't finish uh going over the playoff schedule and all that. We got wrapped up and didn't really finish off season one, but we'll be a little bit better this year. Uh, as far as being consistent and trying to get a show out uh, at least weekly or bi-weekly for everybody. But once again, congratulations. But joining us today, oh yes, but joining us today, we do have Freddie, who is also in the league, uh, playoff contender. Freddie, how's it going? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Happy to be back. Awesome. Glad to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us. So without further ado, we're going to jump into what uh, our little game that we're going to be playing here. We're going to go round, round robin, round table, whatever you want to call it. We're going to go in a circle. And we're going to name our picks for the first round of tomorrow's draft, which we are all excited about, like Skyler mentioned. So uh, go ahead and give us your first overall pick here, um, Skyler. Okay, so with the first overall pick, we kind of know who this is going to be. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, 
uh, stink of the of the the NFL last year is going to select Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow mentioned today that the Bengals have already actually told him that he's going to be pick number one. So I think there's no doubt about that. It's going to be Joe Burrow. Nice. Uh, so, Freddie, what are your thoughts uh, as the number one pick? Do you think that maybe he doesn't want to play there or they, they go another route? What do you feel? No, I think he does want to play there just solely because I feel like that's his best option right now as far as making his brand. I mean, the city guy from Cincinnati, he won the national title. He wants to win. He has that moxie going for him. I just think it's Cincinnati's the better storyline for him as a quarterback character and getting more of the endorsement deals. And I guess going to LeBron aspect to nice. where it's like the kid coming back home. Right. Got you. Yep. No. So I'm in total agreement with both of you guys there. This is a lock that Cincinnati should take Joe Burrow. Andy Dalton not in town. Let's move on to pick number two. Skyler, uh, who do you have? What team do you feel like anybody is going to maybe want to trade up? I know there's talks for number three, but about two, you think Washington's going to take this, the no-brainer this is, here? This is Freddie, right? Or uh, am I no, no, you can, we'll start the same order. We'll go Skyler, Freddie, Miles. Oh, okay. So, you, uh, I guess Washington in this case uh, will, will definitely be picking... Well, okay, I say definitely picking... I have a, a, a pretty good feeling Chase Young, the best player in the draft, is going to go number two. I mean, there's been talk of Washington maybe trading back uh, on this pick, but I just don't see how you how you can pass up a, a dif- defensive cornerstone in, in Chase Young, the athlete. Right. Nope. Yeah, good. Made good points there. Uh, I'm in agreement with that. Freddie, what do you feel Washington does here with pick number two? Washington pick number two is... Chase Young, even though I think that from what I was researching, that Redskins need a tight end, an offensive lineman, wide receiver, and edge rusher and cornerback are like at the back end of their of their need list from what I was like looking up online. But you can't front that Chase Young is the best athlete in this draft, hands down, and you have to pick talent over everything. Uh, most so, most Chase definitely, Young. no doubt on all of that. He is a superb athlete, easily like a number one pick in my eyes type of type of guy. If you're not looking for a quarterback, Washington already has Haskins in play. So uh, Chase Young would definitely be the way to go there for them. That just like pick number one with Joe Burrow, almost entirely a lock. So moving on to pick number three. Moving along steadily here, hopefully. Skyler, who do you have here going at number three? Anything interesting going on in your draft? Yes, this is where it gets interesting for me. So I think in this spot, we see one of the craziest things we've seen in a long time. I think Miami makes a move, not from the five spot, but gives up 18-26 and maybe a pick next year to get this number three pick. With that... Nice. They yep. go and they take the best offensive tackle available in Jedrick Wills. Some may say he's not the best. Some may say Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa, Big Ten guy. Right. I like the Jedrick Wills. Uh, Jedrick Wills playing in the SEC, tougher defenses. I think he's going to be the better overall tackle. So I think Miami moves up to this spot. Like I said, they give up. 18 and 26 to Detroit, but they also still keep their five pick. Okay. 
Interesting. All right, Freddie, uh, what do you have going here in the third pick? Who do you have the the selection? What team, uh, if, if if there is a trade back, and if not, uh, who is being selected? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think there is going to be a trade back. Looking for what Detroit needs at that at that spot. I mean, if a trade back would have happened, it would have happened already. So. I think they're going to stick with the lock at number three, and I'm going to go safe with Jeff uh, Okuda Correct. from Ohio State. Right. Okay. Very interesting take. Uh, I I do agree that you know maybe uh, there would have been some foreshadowing, and the trade may have uh, or the movement may have happened uh, earlier pre-draft, but that could also be that maybe they have some agreement in place uh, already, and then they do exactly. it on draft day just not to show their hands. So. Uh, both ways, though, something interesting to think about. I also have Miami trading up here, but they will, in my uh, scenario, trade pick number five. They will also give up 39 and 141 to get their franchise quarterback into a Tagovailoa ravioli. And uh, <laughs> there was a, there was rumors swirling that you know the Dolphins didn't like Tua, that they liked Herbert more. Uh, that's you know most definitely a smokescreen in, in this case. And I'm I'm bullish on Tua still, even with the the hip. So that's yeah, who I have going too. there. Um, so interesting. That's where it's at number three. All of us started shaking up a little bit. Skyler had a a move up for an offensive tackle. Freddie says that they stay the same there, and uh, Detroit takes who they should take. And now I'm just going to go ahead and spoiler alert here. I, I have him selecting Akuda in the uh, the fifth spot. So uh, we'll get there. But Skyler, pick number four. You're on the clock. Okay, pick number four, New York Giants. Everyone is saying, you know, you got a new coach, Joe Judge, but everybody forgets you got the same GM making the boring decisions. They couldn't make a splash here for someone like Isaiah Simmons, but I don't think it happens. I think they try to keep their young quarterback safe, and they also take an offensive tackle in Tristan Wirfs. Nice. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Gettleman and, and uh, the ownership there and some of the questionable decisions that they've made previous drafts. Freddie, what do you got? Damn it. <laughs> I thought I was going to make my big splash with that, that move. <laughs> but yeah, I have a feeling that Skyler is right. That Gettleman is Gettleman. And the talk of the town is going to be that on draft night, Gettleman does what Gettleman does and Gets an offensive, gets the offensive tackle from Iowa. Tristan works. Gotcha. Nice. So I am probably a little more um, middle of the road here, kind of in line with a lot of other mocks. Uh, I got Isaiah Simmons going to the Giants here. Uh, I just understand that they could go offensive tackle here very easily um, because you know their line is is pretty bad. Um, you know they, they put it all on the Super Saiyan back there to, to power the the run game. Uh, but Isaiah Simmons is a one-man defense. He can literally line up anywhere, so he would be playing the part of God for the Giants' defense. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, totally be understandable, and, and we'll see how this uh, shakes up tomorrow in the first you know, top half of this draft. So moving on to pick number five, uh, which Detroit, I think, does still own at this moment, unless there's some other premeditated no, no, no. deals. In, in, in my, in my uh, oh, I'm sorry, draft. Miami. Miami, yeah, Miami still keeps this pick at number five. Uh, they went up at number three. They got their offensive tackle in Jedrick Wills. And in my uh, mock draft, they still get their franchise quarterback that Miles had them pick at number three into Attack of Uh I know there's been questions about the hip injury. 
but I agree with Miles. I think it's all smoke and mirrors. I think Tua goes to Miami at the number five pick. Nice. Freddie, what do you what do you see going on at transpiring this slot? At number five, I think Miami does a smart thing and get to a Tagovailoa, but not so much as the well. I guess more on the reasons of that. You still have Fitzy back there to hold hold the helm down for Tua to make a full recovery, go through drills, learn the playbook, and become a solid starter either at the back end of the season or the start of 2021 season. Got you. So pick number five is your tool. Right. And like I mentioned earlier, I have uh, Jeff Okuda going to Detroit here because Detroit received pick number five, 39 and 141 from Miami, who has 14 draft picks in in this year's draft. So um, Okuda, very free on the loose, playing corner. You know, he he can excel in that defense. Now with Darius Slay out of there, they're going to need somebody. So that's who I have at number five. Um, Moving on to our sixth pick, I want to kind of, you know, Keep going through these once we get to top 10 and we can kind of speed through them a little bit more as our drafts are, or our mock drafts are going to change a little bit. We may have talked about some players already. So with the number six pick, Skyler, you're on the clock. All right. Number six, we got the L.A. Chargers picking. I think this is a spot where most people might think quarterback. I don't think that move happens. I think they're going to stick with what they got. Perhaps maybe bring in Cam Newton or... Uh, Mr. Interception. We don't know necessarily <laughs> how that's going to work out, but in my opinion, this is where the super defensive athlete that Miles mentioned earlier going to, I believe he had him going to the Giants. I think this is where Isaiah Simmons ends up in the LA Chargers, a defensive player that will set that team on the right path, move into a new stadium, give them a superstar on defense that can represent that team for years to come. So you never heard of Bosa? No, I'm just joking. Awesome. No, that would be very. I'm just saying. I'm just Dylan saying. I know, Bosa, I know Bosa's there. I'm just saying that that defense, that defense is what they're going to build around, and and he's he to me can become that special player that I know Bosa's a special player, but this guy can be a freak all over the field where Bosa's just you know hammering the rush. This guy can make plays all over the place. No, agreed. That would be a scary defense, Freddie. Who do you have here? In uh, I think we're in the sixth spot. Yeah, and the sixth spot, I am going to be a little bit basic on this one just because I'm going to be safe. And I do pick Justin Herbert as a quarterback, not not because he's the talk of the quarterback class right now after Joe Burrow, but I don't think with the Chargers coming up with a new stadium, they can mess this up. I do think they will probably bring in Cam Newton eventually later before the season starts, but I don't think they're gonna risk it with the new stadium with they need some kind of backing and since he does come from Oregon that California like California being down there maybe he might have more more of a hit with the Californians so (laughs) I'm just gonna pick with Justin Herbert I'd rather be safe okay and so um I can see some of those uh have valid points that a lot of other folks are making. So yeah, safe pick there at number six. I'm going to have uh, something a little bit different. I'm going to throw Cleveland moving all the way up here for an offensive tackle in Andrew Thomas from Georgia. So Cleveland would trade um, picks 10 and 74, and then next year's maybe third round or something to that extent uh, to move up here. And I would really like this move for them. You need to provide some stability for, for Baker, who um, they're going to probably see their tackle, Jack Conklin, retire uh, 
pretty soon or he's, they have bad offensive line issues. So uh, I think that this would be somebody for them to maybe move up uh, considering that they do have some, some draft capital and they can build um, that offensive line for, for Baker who, who needs it. All right. So moving on. Uh, I know that one kind of probably came out of nowhere, but I have some insight track with one of uh, the rumboysfantasy.com writers who is a Cleveland Brown fan. So that's what he really likes. And I, I figured I'll give him a shout out. And so there it is. J love. Anyway, uh, moving on for pick number seven, Skyler, go ahead and start us off. Okay. Uh, Carolina, I think Carolina has lost some guys on the interior defensive line. Um, I know CJ Henderson's still available. They need a corner cornerback, but I think with this pick, they are going to take arguably the best interior defensive lineman in the draft with Derek Brown. Nice. Uh, Freddie, what do you say? Um, I think this is where my Isaiah Simmons pick falls under. Okay. I would think Carolina will take Isaiah Simmons. Right. Since he didn't go to New York. So in your draft, you still have uh, Simmons available. So, yeah, that would definitely be the guy that you would, you know, hope that would fall there in, in that sort of situation. So, yeah, boom, no-brainer on that if, uh, if that's what's available on your, your draft uh, board. So for me, I'm also going to go ahead and agree with Skyler here. I'm going uh, Derek Brown, the interior defensive uh, lineman from, from Auburn. Um, Carolina had one of the worst run defenses last year, and uh, they're going to be worse now that Gerald McCoy has gone in free agency. So, yeah, Brown's going to be great at stopping the run for them. Uh, totally agree there. So that's something to look forward to there in Carolina. So that might be something that if it, if it doesn't go that way on draft day um, and, you know, that he's sitting there and Simmons isn't available, I'd be surprised they go somewhere else. Um, all right, moving on. Pick number eight. Skyler, you are on the clock and you're on fire. You're moving us along. Pick number eight. Okay, I think this is the pick where things start to get interesting and teams start to panic. Teams like Arizona, Jacksonville, Cleveland, as Miles mentioned earlier, could be looking to move out of these spots to gain some draft capital. Um, Arizona picking up a receiver in DeAndre Hopkins. Minnesota feeling the need with Stephon Diggs uh, leaving town to make this move and go after who they think is the best receiver in this draft. So I think Minnesota, uh, I'm not necessarily sure. I'm going to go for now. I'm going to say they give up 22 and 25 to move to eight. And Minnesota will take Jerry Judy. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. Uh, Freddie, you got any shakeups here as well? Or you think Arizona is going to go ahead and, uh, and take somebody? Well, I already gave up the Tristan Wiff pick at the offensive tackle spot. So Arizona, I am going to go with Derek Wills from Alabama. Got you. All right. I got, you care to elaborate or do you want me to go ahead and just move on to my, to my guy here? Well, I just think that he's the – I do think that he is the best offensive tackle right now in the draft, but because the Giants are going to do what the Giants <laughs> do, I think he's just going to fall right at the spot at Arizona and they're going to fall into his lap and Arizona's going to probably yeah, – he's going to get the best offensive line. It's interesting you say that because uh, this this draft, there have been some some chatter, some talk pre, uh, you know, beforehand here saying that a lot of teams are willing to move back uh, this year in the draft. So, you know, a lot of the mock drafters have been um, wrong, flat out wrong, apparently, uh, you know, more than, than, than in recent years, uh, according to some people out there. So some GMs and, and some owners. So with that being said, um, 
yeah, you know, that, that could very likely happen. Uh, I have Javon Kinlaw here going uh, to Arizona out of South Carolina, interior defensive lineman. Um, they should probably look to trade back, like you said, um, especially the way I have it set up that Darren, Derek Brown just went, the, you know, the trade, bef- uh, I'm sorry, the pick beforehand. So, um, yeah, if they don't trade back, this is probably the guy that they're going to be, you know, taking. He's going to come in and start right away for them at nose tackle because uh, that's a big gaping hole that they have on their defensive line. So that's somebody that they could use here um, in, in this draft that I have going forward at the eighth pick. So moving on to number nine. Number nine. This is where I have a guy that you guys have mentioned already, but Skyler, go ahead and start us off at number nine. Number nine, I think this is the spot for Jacksonville Jaguars looking to make a move out, but they don't really get what they want. I was looking maybe Philadelphia trying to make a move to jump for all these receiver needy teams coming up, but I don't think they're able to work out a deal. I think Jacksonville holds tight and they pick CJ Henderson, the quarterback out, or excuse me, cornerback out of Florida. Nice. Okay. Freddie, who do you got at number nine? At uh, number nine, I just wrote his name down. I had uh, Derek Brown. Ah, I see. Yeah. And he went a few picks uh, before uh, Skyler and I both mentioned him going to Carolina around seven, I believe. So, yeah, we did speak on, yeah. on Derek Brown. And this would be uh, an interesting spot for Jacksonville, uh, obviously in need, because it looks like uh, Yannick is, is not happy there. So for me, I have a little bit of a shakeup here. I'm going to go ahead and mention uh, Tristan Burps here, the, the offensive tackle slash guard or whatever you want to call him out of Iowa. Uh, the, the boy is not, however, going to the team that you think. This is where I have Tampa Bay moving up, uh, trading their, their 14th, 76th, and 114th pick to ensure some protection for Mr. Brady. Uh, and they also recently just acquired Gronk, who's come out of retirement. I think that news broke early this morning or late last night. No, I can't recall. Um, but I do have them moving up here um, to, to grab this fine young offensive tackle who's still available in this draft for me at number nine. All right, uh, segueing over to number 10, and we've moved in here uh, at a nice pace. Uh, well, I'd expect that once we get into the next couple of picks here, we'll, we'll start moving along a little bit faster. But what do you have at number 10, Skyler? So at number 10, uh, I have the Cleveland Browns selecting the guy who's still there that you had him moving up to get. I think Andrew Thomas is still available at number 10. I think Cleveland gets their, their tackle out of Georgia in that spot. Yeah, I have Cleveland doing Cleveland things and moving up to, <laughs> to, <laughs> moving get, up him. to get him. Just, you know, to make sure. Uh, but interesting there. Nice. Okay, number 10, Freddie, who do you got? Uh, number 10? Yeah, I think we're on we're uh, just be- number 10, yes. Yeah. Nah, just because it's, um, just because it's Cleveland and I don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're gonna, they're gonna mess it up this time. I think they do get, um, uh, Jedrick Wills mm-hmm. okay. and they stick to it. Got you. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I just had dinner, so bear with me there, guys. So at number 10, I have the, the Chargers who received pick number 10 along with 74 and a third from next year in a trade that I had talked about earlier. So this may come as a surprise for a lot of you, but if you're going to be comparing, you know, arm talent here in the quarterback class and you want to get the ball downfield, then check it up to guys like Mike Williams and, and uh, you know, be that passing attack that Phillip Rivers was, then I would lean towards Jordan Love, quarterback out of Utah State with a selection Ooh. here. And I know it's going to surprise some people, but I, I have a little bit of love for Jordan Love here. So uh, the Chargers are in win now 
uh, kind of mode, I feel, and you're not going to be able to just move forward with Tyrod as their guy, no matter what they're saying there. Uh, you want a high level of success. So this could be a guy that, you know, for the future, if not, you know, maybe right away with some big arm strength to challenge for that number one spot. All right. Uh, I got some ooze from the gallery, which is cool. All right. So number yeah, 11. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I think it's interesting. I just don't think, I don't think the Chargers make that move yet. I think this may be the season I was, I had talked to Freddie earlier in the week. And I think for me, the Chargers are, are going to try to tank for, for sunshine next year. Uh, so this is like bridge mode right now, just uh, yeah. filling filling the gap with with yeah, Tyrod. Exactly, plug the hole. I, I I guess to even be fair, I don't even think Jordan Love is going to be a first round pick. I mean, a first round pick at all. Oh yeah, yeah that, that's why it was a bit of a surprise, and I premised with I, all that stuff, and then I mentioned his I name at the end. <laughs> I still but, think he's going first round. But uh, we are through with our top ten uh, as far as each of us have gone. So we'll see how that shakes out for tomorrow. Let's go ahead and kind of just blow through uh, the rest of these. Uh, well, I mean, we can talk about some interesting guys, but, you know, when we don't have to go into depth about, you know, people picking up receivers that are, you know, big name guys. We kind of know some of the, you know, needy teams. So we can just go ahead and, and go through those. And speaking okay. of, so I'll start you off here with the New York Jets at the number 11 pick, Skyler. Yeah, number 11. We just talked about receivers. I think this is where Henry Ruggs, the deep threat goes. Nice. Okay, so you see a rugs fit there with the departure of Anderson, I suppose, to kind of fill that Absolutely, void. Yeah. Okay, Freddie, who do you have uh, the Jets selecting at eleven? At eleven, I have the the Jets selecting Jerry Judy from Alabama. Wow. So we are all uh, at a little bit of a difference here. We all have them taking receivers, but we don't have the clear cut number one because I have them taking C.D. Lamb, who I just absolutely love out of Oklahoma. I mean, he's. He's a number one receiver kind of guy that they that Sam Darnold needs. Uh, I don't think he needs like a super rugs type of dude. I think that, that Darnold needs that. Well, I mean, he could have that possession receiver, I guess, in uh, – what is it, uh, Doxon? Or who's that super PPR machine that's there? Is it Doxon? It's not Doxon. There's another – No, it's an it's a old Crowder. guy. They, Crowder. Crowder. There you go, James yeah. and Crowder, yeah. So, uh, but I, I see Judy coming in and being like the, the guy who does, because Crowder had like 19 receptions for like 90 yards or something one time. So, so he's, he's more of an upgrade there than being just a possession guy. And he can kind of do it all and, and, you know, be that guy. So I, I have, I have Lamb there. All right. Who do you have uh, Las Vegas selecting at 12, Skyler? So Las Vegas, uh, I have them selecting the guy you just mentioned in CD Lane. <laughs> cool, cool. All right, Freddie, who do you have Vegas taking? I have Vegas taking CD Lamb as well. Nice. So you guys are in agreement there, and we'll see how that shakes out. I have Jerry Judy from Alabama going here to to Las Vegas uh, to, you know, brighten up that Raiders core, help Derek Carr out there. So I think both of these guys, either Lamb or Judy, whoever uh, does go first or second, you know, they're really um, not the same player, but they can both perform like that high-end number one. So they're they're both very talented. Okay, so number 13, San Francisco 49ers, another wide receiver needy team. Do you have them taking the a – The San Franciscan 49ers. No, I don't. I actually have them replacing a guy they lost with this pick in DeForest Buckner, and I have Javon Kinlaw going to San Francisco. Ah, nice. Yeah, I had mentioned his name a little bit earlier, so very interesting. But, yeah, okay, I can see that happening. Yeah, they have a very solid defense to, to, to begin with, but they can – yeah, they did lose some – some depth there and they can bring somebody to plug in right away. So I, I like that. Um, Freddie, who do you got? I think we're on 13. For me 13. right now. 13 San Francisco. Yeah, for 13, 
I'm going to stick that they pick the next receiver best available at Ruggs. Ah, nice. From Alabama. Yeah, and I, that's exactly what I have San Francisco doing here, taking Henry Ruggs from Alabama with his selection. That field uh, stretcher, he's not a slouch. Uh, you can plug him in there with the Niners to be that number one guy uh, on the out, outside of Kittle, of course, because Kittle's the number one guy that uh, that's there. But, yeah, they'll definitely uh, re- – you know, a lot of people, like Skyler said, though, they're going to probably want to restack that defensive line. But But I think that, you know – the first round caliber kind of defensive tackles may be gone by this point. Um, yeah, Cause I already had it selected that way in my draft uh, anyway. So I do have them taking rugs here, but okay. Very interesting. Let's see how that shakes out. Number 14. What do we got here? Skyler. So 14, we got the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers with their whole new look offense. I think they get another offensive lineman to help protect their guy. Uh, I think they're taking, I believe it's Mekai Becton. I'm not sure if that's how you say it. Yeah, I think you got it. That's pretty good. That's the way I would say it. So, yeah, no, interesting. Like I said, I had them them move up uh, for Jacksonville's pick earlier to take their offensive tackle. So, yeah, I I agree. That's what they need help with. Uh, What do you have, Freddie? Well, since the Jets took away Derek Judy from Alabama, I have uh, Andrew, Andrew Thomas from Georgia going to go help out Mr. Thomas Brady. Right. Yeah. Offensive line help. Okay, cool. So this is, this one's the one that I, it's a little shaken up for me because I had Jacksonville trading back here and they are selecting a core, uh, a cornerback in CJ Henderson, who I believe Skyler mentioned earlier out of Florida. So uh, Jacksonville receives pick number 14, 76 and 114. Um, and, you know, Jacksonville's going to need it after they tore down their entire defense, trying to rebuild it. Uh, now you have Minshew out there. So you're going to need a good defense to keep these games low scoring. So they, they can't go uh, into next season with, with Trey Herndon or whoever the guy is out there being the number one cornerback now. So I have Jacksonville taking Henderson here, cornerback uh, with pick number 14. And now we have Denver. Skyler, you're on the clock, pick number 15. Pick number 15. So Denver uh, has some need at wide receiver, but a lot of those guys are gone. I think at this spot, they are going to look for some offensive line help to help protect the young quarterback as well. I think they are going to pick the offensive lineman, Josh Jones, out of Houston. Nice. Awesome. Okay. Uh, Fred, Freddie, what you got? Um, you know what? I actually think he was pretty decent with LSU, so I'm going to stick to the wide receiver game, and I'm going to pick Justin Jefferson from LSU. Oh, nice pick. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. So you're going to have somebody compliment a real, uh, you know, somebody else to kind of compliment Cortland Sutton on the outside there. Uh, interesting. So I have Denver taking Christian Fulton, quarterback, cornerback, excuse me. I don't know why I said quarterback, cornerback out of LSU. Um, he'll be, uh, you know, one of those plug in number one type corners there for them because Chris, Chris Harris is gone. Uh, he's with the Chargers now, I believe. So Fulton's a great guy who can, you know, be one of those main compliment dudes. Uh, you know, he, he was able to, to up his game and and really play well against uh, teams like Alabama and Clemson in college. So I think that he can come in and be an asset right away for, for Denver. Uh, pick number 16, I think it's Atlanta's on the clock. Skyler? Atlanta, yes. Atlanta's got a glaring need uh, kind of all over the place on defense. But I think here with C.J. Henderson gone, they're going to take who they believe is the next best cornerback. I may not agree, but I think this is where Christian Fulton goes from LSU. Right. And I had just spoken about him uh, just a moment ago. So uh, Freddie, uh, go ahead and, and give us what you got here for Atlanta. So for Atlanta, I think this is where my, uh, 
My CJ pick falls under. So I think they do get CJ Henderson from Florida. Henderson, right. Yeah, and I spoke about him earlier as well. So those guys are not available here for, for Atlanta. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably butcher this edge rusher, edge rusher's name. But the, the key of this draft is probably take as many LSU players as you possibly can. So Clavon <laughs> Kaysen would be the guy that you'd want to take, uh, take here. I, I know that they're in need of a cornerback as well. But um, I think that that class is a little bit deeper than edge rusher so that they're taking him, taking him here uh, with what's available in my mock right now at number 16. So at number 17, here's a fun little pick. Uh, who do you got going at number 17 to the Cowboys? So to the Cowboys, uh, we got some need, you know, at the defensive end position, some questions of Alan Smith coming back. Uh, will he be able to play? Some question about cornerbacks. I think they look at those two positions and they take the best available player out of those two positions, which is the guy you just mentioned. Uh, he's young, he's raw. I think Clavon Chasen goes to the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Freddie. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. I couldn't think of it. I couldn't think of anybody else but Chasen to the Cowboys. I mean, I hope that's what happens. I really just want every LSU player to get drafted because I want <laughs> Orgeron to just say go Tigers. Go Tigers. Yeah, so I feel you guys on that. I, you know that I'm not like a su- super Cowboys fan, but I do um, like the, the team and I do love, love Texas and I, would, I do follow them closely because everybody around here does. So I do have another LSU player going because uh, the, the player you guys just mentioned is not available. So I have Xavier McKinney, the safety out of LSU, who can play the position in the secondary. He has good ball skills, versatile player, uh, and he can you know help with the Cowboys with the loss of Byron Jones. So... I, I have him going there because simply because uh, Jason's not available. All right. So at pick number 18, I think we have a redundant team coming up, coming back. We're going to start seeing some teams with some more picks here. Skyler, who do you have at 18 for, I believe it's Miami. So uh, in this spot, I had, uh, this is one of the picks that uh, Miami gave up to get in that number three hole with Detroit. Mm-hmm. So uh, they picked up 18 and 26. Nice. Um, I think Detroit, Detroit is is looking, you know, you guys mentioned cornerback uh, with pick three uh, taking uh, Okuda. I think at this point they are looking for the best available cornerback in their mind with fear that that's something Las Vegas, Jacksonville, people behind them could do. So I think they take A.J. Terrell out of Clemson. Ooh, nice. Love the Clemson boys. Uh, Fred, Freddie, who do you got here uh, at this pick? So for Miami, I think they beef up the offensive the offensive line, and uh, they get Meg Beckton from Louisville. Right, and he's still available in my draft. Skyler mentioned him earlier, but I have Miami, you know, doing some offensive tackle digging here and getting somebody from Alabama in the name of Jedrick Wills, who's still available on my draft. So uh, they they took an injury prone QB to start this draft, and then now they're going to back it up here with some offensive tackle help. Uh, who's going to be, you know, somebody to, to protect Tua, hopefully, uh, for them. So that's who I have Miami selecting there at 18. Okay, moving on to 19, Las Vegas is who I have here. Uh, Skyler, is that what you still have in your mock? Yes, yes, that's still what I have. Um, I know we mentioned uh, Raiders having a pick earlier. I went with uh, C.D. Lamb, the receiver. I think in this position, they are looking on the defensive side of the ball and I think this is where the guy Miles mentioned earlier, they go with safety, Xavier McKinney. Um, Miles, I think, had him going to Dallas. I think they try to beef up their secondary. 
and grab uh, Xavier McKinney. Nice. Uh, Freddie, who do you have at this selection? Well, I still have Kinlaw in my in my draft board, so I'm thinking because Kinlaw is such a is a bigger name, right? I'm thinking uh, LA or Las Vegas gets a uh, gets Javon Kin- Kinlaw from South Carolina. No, nope. yeah, I mean, like I said, you have some some guys that are kind of it seems like falling a little bit uh, in in your draft. So if they're there, they definitely snatch up those names. Unfortunately, I don't have that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, because I mean, what I, I was just thinking, I was like, if you, they need a cornerback or a defensive ta- uh, defensive tackle, so I just figured if he's down there at that point, they're going to pick Kinlaw over whoever's the next best corner cornerback anyway. Right. No. Yeah, and they definitely need help. I see them uh, taking somebody on the defensive side as well. So I have Vegas taking Patrick Queen, a linebacker out of LSU. Like I said, pick up all their LSU guys while they're there here in this first round. Uh, he's a sideline to sideline type of linebacker with a motor, so he's one of those you know, disrupted all on the field type of guys who could really help them out. So I have Las Vegas taking Patrick Queen uh, at the number 19 pick here. So moving on, pick number 20, you are on the clock, Skyler. All right. At pick number 20, we got Jacksonville. They had a pick Mm -hmm. earlier. Um, I had them picking up the cornerback, CJ Henderson. I think they stay on the defensive side of the ball here, go after an edge in Yader Gross-Matos. I think that's how you say his name. Gross, (laughs) Gross. Gator gross. You got me. I'm not going to try that one. Those lines. Yeah. I'm not, not going to try that one. We'll find out tomorrow. However, they, they pronounce it. Uh, they'll, yeah. t- they'll typically have somebody butcher it as well, though, on the line. So, um, Freddie, who do you have at number 20? At 20, Jacksonville, I have Kristen Fulton from LSU. Fulton. Yeah, I think he just drops like one or two spots and he lands right in Jacksonville's, Jacksonville's lap. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's like I said, that's kind of like the theme here. I'm going to go ahead and shock everybody. Uh, I'm going to say that Jacksonville, even though they have Vinchu mania going on, they're going to just take Justin Herbert here because <laughs> he's still available at pick number 20. Um, whether it's just like a QB battle or something, I don't see uh, Minshew being like the complete answer for the future. Um, I know that people love him, but you know, good, good franchise franchises will go ahead and, and, and draft uh, somebody else. And I don't know if they're a good franchise. It, it's Jacksonville, but I, I unfortunately, <laughs> uh, I don't think that, that Minshew is the long-term answer here, but I, I would probably also want to side with them wanting to rebuild that entire defense. So, you know, um, I do have Justin Herbert going here though, just to shake, shake up my mock and see if I can maybe steal a couple of points from you guys here in this one. Uh, okay. So pick number 21, uh, I believe it's Philadelphia on the clock. Yes, uh, Philadelphia Eagles have some needs kind of all over the place. Uh, they're a team that doesn't scare me too much this year, being a Cowboys fan. But I think at this point, uh, they've got an aging receiver group uh, with Alshon Jeffrey. I think they pick Justin Jefferson out of LSU. Nope, I, I completely agree with you. That's who I have at this pick. Freddie, who do you have Philly taking? All right, I'm going to shake it up a little bit and get rid of the wide receiver train. For Philly, <laughs> and I'm going to take a shot in the dark, and because they do need an offensive lineman, I think this is where they get Josh Jones from Houston. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah, you did shake that up a little bit because uh, you did have a couple of wide receivers go a little bit earlier here in your mock. So uh, Justin Jefferson still available for both Skyler and I for Philadelphia at pick number 21. Moving on to pick number 22, we have Minnesota on the clock. Who do you think they take, Skyler? So... Uh, this pick I had traded down to Arizona at number eight, so Minnesota could get their receiver 
So this pick as well as 25 go to Arizona, um, which is interesting kind of all with the Buffalo trade and everything that went down. Uh, I think Arizona is set at wide receiver. I think they try to get some offensive line help here. Uh Um, I think they go ahead and get, uh, I won't reveal everything now, but I think they're going to go back to back line. And I think they pick up Cesar Reese out of Michigan here. Cesar Reese. Nice. Okay. Freddie, who do you have uh, in this selection? For 2022, right? 22 for Minnesota. Yeah, for Minnesota, I have Winfield. And Tony Winfield Jr. from Minnesota. He stays in Minnesota. Got you. Okay. Hometown Mm -hmm. guy. So I have Minnesota selecting a cornerback out of TCU, a name we could probably be familiar with here from, you know, us being from Texas, Jeff Gladney. Uh, He's long, he's rangy, he's athletic. He's a corner who fits the Zimmer way, I feel. So this would be a better than... Um, a kind of like a let's try to you know replace that Xavier Rhodes type of deal with uh, this young similar type of, of uh, DB. All right, pick number twenty three. Baltimore is who I have because they had a trade. But uh, who do you show with the original pick here, Skyler? Baltimore had a trade here. Am I? Am I? No, no. Uh, on pick twenty three, I have. I have. Oh, you yeah. you have a trade. I was Correct. like, wait a minute. I don't have Baltimore. Okay, I got New England hanging tight. I think New England shocks everyone and takes a quarterback. I think Justin Herbert finally goes. Afraid he's going to fall out of the first round. Justin Herbert to the New England Patriots. Right. Yeah. And I had, you know, a young uh, quarterback team sit, taking him a few picks ago as well with Jacksonville. So I see him going. Uh, um, Freddie, who do you have here at 23 for New England? Well, some people have been saying Jordan Love. I personally don't think Jordan Love is going to be a first round pick anyway. And I think Bill Belichick does what Bill Belichick does and gets a middle linebacker at this position. And I'm thinking Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. I think he was going to say Kenneth Murray. Is that who he said? I lost him for a second. Oh, yeah. No, I said Kenneth Murray. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. So still got you there on the line. Thanks for staying with us. Yeah. No, that's exactly who I have. But I have Baltimore trading trading up and they're trading their 28th, 92nd, and 143rd pick to New England to move up and take this guy who could play inside linebacker for their team. He's the best blitzing inside linebacker in the class. So definitely somebody who could fit the Baltimore kind of style of play, I suppose, and the way that they, they like to do things. So I have Baltimore making a move here, um, trying to sure up that world-class defense, that run-stopping type of guy because they got run over by Derrick Henry in the playoffs. Um, coming in at um, pick number 24, Skyler, who do you got? Okay, at 24 – we have the New Orleans Saints uh, making a pick with Kenneth Murray. Uh, they got some needed linebacker. I think as Miles mentioned, or I think Freddie mentioned a pick before this went, going to New England. I think here Kenneth Murray goes to New Orleans. Gotcha, Freddie. Who do you have uh, New Orleans selecting? Oh well, I do agree that New Orleans does beef up that defense, but I think they beef it up with uh, AJ Impensa. Is he? I hope I didn't mess up his last name. I'm pretty sure I did uh, from Iowa. Probably, but it's fine. The edge, yeah. <laughs> you know, understood. Uh, yeah, defensive uh, needs for New Orleans for both of you. I have it a little bit different here. I have one of my favorite receivers in, in the draft, LaVisca Chenault out of Colorado, keeping the black and gold colors on him. Uh, he's a pure offensive weapon for an offensive like-minded head coach in Sean Payton who likes to use guys like Taysom Hill. Uh, Chenault has 
similar qualities. He was used out of the uh, Wildcat offense there. He had several rushing touchdowns. He was a punt returner, kickoff returner, and an amazing wide receiver. So I see him going to New Orleans and, and just being one of those guys because uh, I think Manny Sanders doesn't have too many years left, and they just acquired him. So, All right, so number 25, moving on to pick number 25, and we're going to try to to push through here in these last couple of selections and, and, and wrap up here shortly. So 25. All right. Sorry, Skyler, go ahead. 25 uh, was another part of the pick of the trade with Arizona. Uh, Arizona takes Cesar Reese earlier. I think right here they take another offensive lineman, get more protection for their young quarterback in Ezra Cleveland out of uh, Boise State. Cleveland from Boise State at 25. All right, Freddie, who do you have? Uh, I do think Minnesota State's defense, but I have them picking Yatir Gross Mateau from Penn State, defensive end. Penn Stater. Right. Yep. So Minnesota with some defensive needs for you guys again. And it looks like this is where my mock has also taken that opposite type of turn. So we do it again. I'm having a wide receiver from Clemson and T Higgins going here to Minnesota who does not have uh, Stefan Diggs, who is now gone from the offense. We need somebody on the opposite side of uh, Thielen. So the six, four deep threat attack uh, for uh, in T Higgins for cork cork. <laughs> Uncork it, Cousins, uh, who can really uncork it downfield uh, with a high success rate for, for a wide receiver like T. Higgins uh, would be, you know, really something to see there in that offense. So that'd be very interesting, and he'd be a good uh, dynasty selection if he lands there. So I like Minnesota taking T. Higgins there. Okay, pick number 26, Skyler, who do you have? Okay, uh, pick number 26. This was one of the picks that uh, Miami gave up to Detroit to move into that three-hole. I think here Detroit picks running back DeAndre Swift out of Georgia. Ooh, nice, nice. I was waiting to see when we would see uh, some running backs start to trickle in, maybe sneak in towards the end of this draft. So good pick there. That hurts my dynasty, Jordan Howard, and uh, Miles Gaskin <laughs> shares because I think I have them both. But um, we'll see. Miami will most likely uh, select a running back in this draft. We will wait and find out if it's going to be somebody like, like Swift um, in the late first. Freddie, who do you have? I think they do stick with the running back as well. And I agree with Skyler with uh, DeAndre Swift from Georgia. Nice. So for the sake of my dynasty shares, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you guys here. And I'm going to go with Mikai Becton, uh, the offensive tackle from Louisville, who is still available here for Miami at this spot. Because uh, they would need some offensive line help before they shore up, I think, uh, a running back. But, you know, they could go either way. Um, I think either move would be smart. Uh, with this many picks in the draft, I don't think they could really mess it up. Okay, so number 27, home stretch. All right, 27. We got Seattle. Uh, I got them picking up an edge here in, in A.J. Pinsa. Got you. Edge rusher for Seattle, who has yet to re-sign Jadavian Clowney. Uh, Which I don't think they will, so that's why I got this guy going. My guess is that he'll come back uh, with a massive pay cut. That's what I've said for the last couple of months, and it just keeps looking that way. But um, the Titans are, are probing the situation, so we'll see. We'll see after the draft, I suppose. Freddie, who do you have? For Seattle, I believe they stick with the kid from Boise State, Curtis Weaver. Weaver, got you. I see what you – okay, yes, Weaver, out of uh, Boise State, correct. I had a mental block. I couldn't get a picture of the, the athlete in my head. But, um, okay, so here at – we are at 27, correct? Yes. Yeah, so here at, 20, 27. Here at 27, I have Jacksonville, who is going to trade uh, Yannick away. And they're 116 for the 27th that they moved up for, and a 214 pick. Uh, so Jacksonville 
we'll grab an edge rusher uh, out of Iowa here in AJ Penessa or whatever his we, trouble we had uh, with the name before. <laughs> All right. So moving on here, is, like I said, we're in the home stretch here. The pick number 28. 28 uh, Baltimore Ravens, I think, are starting to uh, become an offensive team, something you didn't hear too much about uh, in the past. They were always defensive minded. So I think they bring in a young defensive guy in Patrick Queen, linebacker out of LSU, to help solidify that that always known linebacking core of, of the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, and I agreed with you uh, a little bit earlier there, and that's why I had them trade up and, and grab uh, another linebacker earlier in the draft. Freddie, who do you have? I actually have Jordan Brooks, linebacker from Texas Tech, going in at this yeah. spot. Ooh, the Raiders. All right, cool. So, yeah, so some defensive help for them. I have uh, in this spot, I actually have uh, New England who had that trade that I just previously mentioned with Baltimore for their linebacker. And so New England will go ahead and grab safety Grant Delpit from LSU. And you got to get your LSU guys here as quickly as you can. Like I mentioned, uh, New England received the 28th pick, 92nd, 143 in that trade earlier from Baltimore in my version of this mock draft here for 2020. So uh, I know that Delpit did uh, suffer some shoulder injuries and he was kind of hampered his uh, ability to tackle, but um, I, I think that they do need some defensive help. And you mentioned it earlier that Bill Belichick will do Bill Belichick things and he will try to get, you know, somebody who's uh, uh, a free safety, who's rangy and, and instinctive and, and can fit well into their system. So that's why I have a 28. Number 29. All right. Uh, with the 29th pick of the draft, the Tennessee Titans, I believe, will select Zach Bond ah, out of Nebraska. I believe. Diluted sample. Um, I think. He, <laughs> I think he's just. I think he's just a Vrabel kind of guy. I know there's questions about the sample, whatever. Mm-hmm. But same thing with Mackay Beckton. He still went high. Uh, they're about to legalize that stuff anyway. Might as well. Whether 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 it was that or or steroids, I mean, who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this guy uh, goes to Tennessee. Uh, somebody Vrabel would be interested in, in coaching up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Tennessee is a defensive-minded uh, head coach there with Vrabel, so we could definitely see something like that happening. Freddie, who do you have Tennessee selecting? Uh, I think they stick with the offensive tackle position, and I think they get Austin Jackson from UNC. Ooh, interesting pick there. Uh, yeah, shore up that line for, for Derrick Henry to smash through. Um, that's one way for them to, to go. I actually have them taking an edge in uh, another name that we're gonna I'm gonna butcher like uh, Freddie did earlier, uh, and I'm just gonna call them YGM for short. But that's Gross Matos, the edge rusher from Penn State. Um, you know, he's uh, probably like the highest ceiling type of guy who's raw. I think Vrabel can really coach him up there. So they're, they're gonna go defense and and already add him to a very stout defensive line there and and be some a force to reckon with in the AFC South. All right, pick number 30, Skyler. Pick number 30. I've got an interesting one here. I think this is where Jordan Love goes. Ah. Um, I know people will question that, maybe because of Aaron Rodgers, but I think this would be the perfect situation for this kid if he can come in behind Aaron Rodgers, young coach, uh, play behind this guy for a couple of seasons. He's raw athleticism. Aaron Rodgers can teach him how to read defenses, which is what he needs to learn right now. And he could be just as good, if not better, than Aaron Rodgers in three years. Interesting. Nice. Yeah, I had I had love being you know sought after very early and, and moved up in my mock. So uh, good take there. 
Uh, Freddie, who do you have with the selection here, number 30, Green Bay? Well, I think they're going to help Aaron Rodgers out in the receiver end category, and I think this is where Clemson's T. Higgins gets shot off. Ah, yeah. Well, I totally agree with you and them needing a receiver right away to kind of help up that that core of uh, misfit receivers behind uh, uh, behind the number one there. So uh, I do have them taking a receiver as well, but it's going to be a guy who stays in similar colors out of Baylor, Mr. Denzel Mims, who's been climbing up draft boards. Uh, he's going to he's probably not as good as some of the um, other names that are here in this draft class and his his combine is what hasn't kind of shot up. But I think Green Bay here at 30 him still being available is a good you know place to take a shot on a guy very late first round uh, wide receiver very good excellent wide receiver in that 10 to 20 yard range so uh that's Devontae Adams uh situation there so him and Mims together would be you know I think that'd be that'd be good Mims could stretch the field a little bit more so uh they they can flirt with a guy like Mims I think that'd be a nice fit for them so uh, moving on to our second to the last pick Skyler pick number 31 all right uh, pick number 31, San Francisco 49ers. Um, I had them earlier taking a defensive lineman in Javon Kinlaw at 13. I think this is where they get their receiver. I think here is where T. Higgins goes into San Francisco, and they can have him on the outside and, you know, kind of slide their weapons around after losing Emmanuel Sanders, and uh, he can make some plays, uh, big jump ball plays for the 49ers, which is what they need out there. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Nice pick. He's not available for me there, but I did have San Francisco taking a receiver earlier. Freddie, who do you have San Francisco taking? Um, San Francisco, I'm going to stick with the wide receiver bandwagon, but this time I'm taking Chase Claypool from Notre Dame. Ooh, big, tall guy, a hybrid type, could be a tight end type of uh, receiver out there, big target for San Francisco. So interesting. Yeah, I've heard some some news that San Francisco is interested in another adding more tight ends and whatnot. So <laughs> there's some weird draft, free draft rumors going out there, but Claypool would be a nice addition for, for them in the receiver market. I have them going, uh, you know, the guy who we mentioned earlier in Cesar Ruiz out of Michigan to help uh, shore up that offensive line for the 49ers and, and patch a hole that they have at guard for them so they can have a nice run blocker to keep doing what they like to do. And he's played in a pro-style offense at Michigan before, so I think he fits the 49ers scheme. All right, gentlemen, we have made it to the final pick in the first round of our mock drafts. We will be discussing uh, the day after tomorrow or immediately after the draft. We will be discussing how the first round played out, how accurate all three of us were. So with the last pick, the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City uh, Chiefs. Skyler, who do you have them taking here at pick number 32? So the guy sitting on the chair in his living room the longest because nobody's at the draft this year. It's all virtual. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the running back out of Wisconsin, Jonathan Taylor. I think they add another weapon on offense. Damian Wilson is in his last year of his deal. I think this guy could slot in perfect and take over and be kind of a cornerstone behind Patrick Mahomes to have a quarterback running back combination that can take them a long way. Absolutely sick. I would hate to see it as a Texans fan in the AFC, um, <laughs> but interesting uh, way to end the first day, uh, Skyler, of that draft. So yeah, I could see that happening and see a lot of Kansas City folks really hyped for that, trying to two and three Pete. Freddie, who do you have going to Kansas City? Kansas City, I have the pick that fell through at Cleveland, Cleveland, Ezra Cleveland. Coming in drafting. 
at that spot. <laughs> you got me. I was like, where's he going in there? <laughs> I know. I was like, what? Ezra, believe Lynch. All right. Got you. Got you. Okay, so I'm going to go another way here with Kansas City, and they're going to take A.J. Terrell, cornerback out of Clemson, uh, probably the one of the most overlooked prospects in, in the class. Um, he's been knocked for a disappointing championship game. Uh, but, you know, um, I see them kind of shoring up some other uh, defensive players there. I know that the Honey Badger was a nice addition for them last year, but they're going to have to work on that because they didn't start stringing anything together until the second half of the season, and I think that there are some holes there. So, um yeah. Okay. I think that wraps it up, guys. It was a pleasure having you both on here for this podcast. I know we had some technical difficulties in the first couple of picks, but I think we were able to navigate through it. Skylar, good to, to see you, my brother. And we will do this. Yes, sir. We'll do this again on Friday. Yeah, we'll, we'll regroup and, and see how everyone did. I'm excited. Uh, like I was saying earlier, this, this might be the first time I watched the entire NFL draft. So yeah, most. I'm excited to see how Most definitely. With the whole COVID-19, we are staying safe. We are recording in our separate homes. Freddie, thank you once again for guesting on the podcast. And we will have you okay. back to guest. Yeah, we will have you back to guest on on Friday. Everybody else, on behalf of Skylar and Freddie, we bid you adieu. Thank you.